0: Welcome to Nerd Dome with Taylor and Andrew. I am Andrew. I am Taylor. Uh, I, I don't know why. Every once in a while I do do a wind up that makes it sound like we are like a talk radio thing. Hey,
1: welcome to Nerd Dome. It's not every once in a while. It's every episode.
0: Every episode?
1: Yeah, you do that every episode.
0: I don't Really? I, hey,
1: everybody! Hey, everybody!
0: <laughs> when we do get our soundboard, which it, it's, uh, you know, coming any day now. Any day now. Any day now. The, the I put it up, on my Christmas list. <laughs> your, I hope Santa's really good to you. Because I hope Santa's paying attention. Santa? I Santa's a listener for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe that's where our fourth our fourth country was. It was the, the North, North Pole. Pole.
0: That's why, oh my God, that's why I didn't show up on the map. Oh, for it's you,
1: Santa. For those
0: of you who don't know what we're talking about, we just did our <laughs> Spotify wrapped for the podcast. And there were four countries that people listened to us to and they didn't show us the fourth because the fourth one's the North Pole. Duh. Wow, I didn't think about Cute. that. Thanks, I, Santa. Thank you, Santa, and thanks for the soundboard in advance. So, uh, Taylor, we're talking about some weird comic book characters. And you
1: Not weird.
0: Maybe just slightly slightly obscure. You set a very slightly. good parameter. You set a very good parameter for me, which is slightly obscure because
1: slightly obscure, yeah. Like
0: these are characters that maybe not everybody has heard of, but are at least like prev like somewhere in the Zeitgeist.
1: Yeah, and they have, like, probably, I'm going to guess, like, I know mine definitely do, but I'm going to guess that yours also have, like, you know, multiple things that they're in or are, like, involved in or mentioned in, like, different uh, storylines or universes or whatever, what have you. They're probably got multiple things. I'm
0: not, yeah, I was like, okay, I think she's setting the parameter of don't pick, like, a background character from, like, X-Men Number 534, like, which if was you like,
1: look, my favorite superhero <laughs> character is actually Stan Lee. Whenever he uh,
0: <laughs> he makes a cameo,
1: he makes his cameo. <laughs> uh,
0: so the first character I'm going to talk about is okay. uh, a favorite of, of mine. He is a I guess you would consider him a he, but he is sort of a green uh, blob. The way that somebody described him is he's Marvel's the booker. He's a Marvel Slimer which is he's okay. a green kind of like potato looking thing. His name is Dupe. Doop? And Dupe, depending on who you hear from in the Marvel universe, is either according to Captain America, a science experiment from the uh Soviets that actually was responsible for tearing down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> um he is also an extra-dimensional character as well, like It sort of depends, again, it depends on who you're talking to in the Marvel Universe, but he has multiple um, origin stories. He is also potentially the most powerful (laughs) um, creature in the MCU, in the Marvel Universe. Um, I can't wait, by the way, to see if he becomes an MCU character. When sorry the... i just
1: looked up a photo yeah. and i was like oh i wonder and like i in my mind i was thinking of like um i had it pictured like an osmosis jones type character yeah and i just looked up a photo of him. he looks like a rotten potato yeah
0: he looks like a rotten potato <laughs> with a little x on his tummy and he's got he's little cute. little baby arms. He's very cute. So he speaks in basically wingdings. Like his speech bubbles in comics is all like oh, yeah, symbols. See. They did like in 2014 actually come out with a translation guide <laughs> for his language. Um, so he debuted in 2001 in a comic written by Peter Milligan and Mike Allred is the um, artist. And he was part of the... X-Force, X-Statics. He has primarily been, like, a background character. He's sort of an underground favorite character. And, again, he's... Okay. He is a... He's he's so powerful that in the Marvel comics, at least as far as I know most currently to, like, stuff that he's done, he's sort of in charge of the Jean Grey School of Mutants um, because... Or he's in charge of protecting it. Be, like, he's the receptionist. But he's also kind of in charge of making sure that nobody attacks the school because his powers include psionic abilities that are comparable to Professor X. Um, I believe he can also shoot out lasers. He can replicate physical objects, including in a fight with Thor. He replicated Milner and threw like 40 Milners at Thor. <laughs> um, Catch this... <laughs> I believe he's got some sort of healing factor. Um, He can warp reality. He can travel through time. Uh, The little pimples on the top of his head, he popped one once and it opened up a vacuum into a different universe that exists within him that sucked in all of his teammates. And then he had to go in (laughs) himself through his own pimple to save his teammates so he is a... That's, that's too much. He's too... Like, he's honestly... He's too... <laughs> he's too powerful. So he doesn't really do much because he's kind of a joke character. Like, he's not yeah. meant to be serious. You know, obviously his name's Dupe and he's a... Uh, I don't know. Like, he's he was primarily... So when they rebooted X-Force, because X-Force used to be a team with, like, Cyclops's brother and... Uh, Cable and Bishop or whoever <clears throat> they wanted or X Factor I think um, they wanted it to be kind of redone and so they made it into like a they're a wannabe celebrity team and Dupe was the filmographer like he's the videographer so he, he was like the person behind <laughs> the camera um, but he's honestly of...
1: that's so smart though because yeah. like <laughs> it's funny to think of like a, like, a mockumentary yeah. about, like, the Marvel superheroes. Right. And the, but, like, you're thinking, like, kind of, kind of, like, in the way of, like, um, what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. and and all, all that entire, like, franchise yeah. of, like, man, it's is really dangerous for the, like, film crew mm-hmm. versus, like, for Marvel or just, like, yeah, if there's just a film crew. Like, it's super dangerous. They probably, like, run through camera people. But right. if you have, like, the most powerful, like, side mm-hmm. <laughs> character type
0: that's just like, yeah, I'm just the, I'm just the film guy. Yeah. He's he, yeah, it's just, it's a, he is a, I love him. I think like the idea of a character that just kind of speaks in symbols and like only some characters can understand him. We kind of sort of covered that with like the, uh, Beaker and the Muppets, but I, I think it's a, he's, I don't know. I love the design he's of adorable. him. <clears throat> I love the design of him. I love that he has his own language in the, in the universe, he became more popular than the X-Factor or X-Force team because he's so cute. So, like, in that comic, there was, like, merchandise that sold for him that made the team upset because he's just the videographer. But um, he really hasn't made a lot of uh, <clears throat> out-of-comic appearances yet, which is sort of, mm-hmm. like, what I hope that when they do introduce the X-Men into the MCU that he gets a... Like an on-screen thing because he was like in an episode of um, I think it's Ultimate Spider-Man. He's in like okay. he's a cameo in one episode of that, That's and fine. then he's in like a couple like minor Marvel video games. But I think he's great. I think he would be like a huge hit in a movie, especially if, however they decide to <laughs> vocalize his his text is i think would be very interesting but yeah dupe i love love him i love dupe
1: i think i you're talking about how much you like how he's designed yeah i love his little tummy circle Mm -hmm. with the x yeah he looks like okay the piece of merch that i want now desperately and i've been like looking for it now Uh uh-huh i don't see it is like i want you know there's like a little stress stress relieving oh my
0: god yeah that'd be
1: great right like those ones that are like not like just like foam but they have the like um like those like
0: like almost like beans like yeah 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 like
1: like so squeeze and like oh i i desperately want that Mm -hmm. now a little dupe that i can like squeeze marvel
0: get it together and let's get him in a movie and let's get that merch going
1: yeah oh also he has a
0: second brain in his butt i forgot to mention that because his that's brain, the, his brain. How did
1: you forget to mention? <laughs>
0: his brain exploded in one episode, but he had a backup brain in his butt. So that's that's another dupe, dupe. Fact. <laughs> same, same. Honestly,
1: honestly, same. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah.
0: So that's dupe. <clears throat> is, I mean, he
1: is dupe. Wait, did you say dupe is an alien? Is he an alien?
0: He's an extra-dimensional alien. I think. Like oh, okay, he right. it, it, Again, it's sort of the the. The origins of dupe are kind of in dispute at times because it sort of depends on who's writing it. But like, again, he was either a Soviet experiment from Captain America's day. He is either an extra dimensional alien who came through in a portal or he's also, I believe one of his origins was he was manifested from somebody's hand drawing of dupe.
1: <laughs> he's Doodle Bob. So
0: yeah, he's Doodle Bob exactly.
1: <laughs> and oh, oh me my oi, god. Me noi. that's what he sounds like. <laughs> me hoi, me noi. Me me moi. <laughs> and he's like weirdly powerful. He is Doodle Bob. Oh my god, he is Doodle Bob. Or Doodle Bob is dupe. Is
0: dupe Duple Bob.
1: Yeah. Cute. Um,
0: yeah. So that's. I mean, there's not honestly there's not really a ton of stuff on dupe because he's a relatively new character to marvel as well like he was created in 2001 which in the scheme of the world in human existence like a lot happens between you know in in 21 years but right he's primarily been a background uh, and
1: that's pretty that's a pretty new character i feel like a lot of the like characters that we see on the screen were all made in like the 80s yeah uh or earlier yeah really like what what character was made like in the 90s
0: there's been a or few sooner but yeah i i think like in terms of like staying power there's not a lot of characters that get created and like stick around that are new
1: yeah that are new
0: yeah um so that's dupe
1: i love dupe thank yeah. you for introducing me to, to dupe you're welcome I like, I think I'm sensing a pattern in that I just like little green characters, (laughs) little green things. Mm -hmm. Big fan.
0: Yeah. Tell
1: me about one of yours. So so mine, so mine is going to be less obscure than dupe, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Because mine is Starfire. Yeah. Which she, I mean is definitely less it's not quite as obscure as dupe is definitely a little bit more on people's radar i feel i would assume or i feel like she's been
0: in teen titans right
1: she's yeah she's a teen titan she like has made many appearances in many different things uh she was in the justice league uh yeah she's kind of like just pops up kind of randomly um and one thing i will say about starfire is that her original design is terrifying like, I was, like, looking at photos of it today, and she looks, like, part, like, lo- she looks like a lion. Oh, really? <laughs> her hair, yeah, it's, well, to me, she looks like a lion. It's I'm, like, so, like, I'm literally scary looking. only
0: familiar with her from Teen Titans.
1: Oh yeah, look up her look up her original uh, character design. It, she's like, well, first off, she's jacked, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but her like, she's com- she's yellow and she has like this huge red mane of hair that like goes way past her feet, and her oh. eyes are completely green.
0: Yeah, I see it now.
1: She's she's terrifying. Yeah, she's looking. jacked. Uh, but then when they did the new Fifty Two, they made her, you know, like barely clothed <laughs> and much uh, more uh
0: <laughs> i could honestly i this is not a new 52 podcast but i could do a whole thing about the new 52 being uh what it is but
1: anyways. oh is that in like a bad way <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah
0: and it's weird because the new 52 is re- kind of what got me back into comic books but i also recognize that it, it was a piece of shit anyways yeah
1: oh interesting can't wait to hear about that yeah um but yeah so starfire's from the dc universe mm-hmm. um and i first came across starfire through the early 2000s teen titans uh tv show that mm-hmm. was on hmm, cartoon network cartoon network yeah yeah which that show was awesome yeah That show single-handedly made me re-up my, like, Hulu subscription, I think, or whatever it's streaming on. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I was like, I gotta watch Teen Titans, because I was, like, just having one of those days, and I was like, ooh, Teen Titans. (laughs) That show was awesome. But, so, yeah, Starfire, she's just, like, so she's a princess on uh, the planet Tamarin in the Vega system. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, but really, like, I really enjoy Starfire's, like, depiction on Teen Titans because she's just this kind of, like, ethereal, kind of silly, super attractive, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's weird to talk about the Teen Titans like that. But I, when I was a kid, it was like, no, wow, No, Taylor, Starfire's objectify
0: hot. that woman.
1: <laughs> Starfire's hot. I want to look like Starfire. <laughs> and, like, but she's just so cool she's just like she quintessential cool, cool girl mm-hmm. and like like quintessential like popular bubbly like personality um and i just like really love starfire and i liked her little like what was it her sister or something that appeared um cory the cory i don't know There was like one episode of teen titans where like her sister i think visits mm-hmm. earth and visits her and they look exactly the same except Her sister is like less yellow and has black hair. Okay. (laughs) But she's just like, she's just really cool. I don't really, I don't really know. I wanted to be Starfire. Did
0: you ever watch Teen Titans Go?
1: No, I like really don't like the animation style, but I've heard that it's great.
0: I watched the movie. The movie is really funny.
1: Yeah, I've heard, I think you were the one who was telling me that I have to watch the Teen Titans Go movie, mm-hmm. um, which I I fully believe you <laughs> and everything. You. I just like, I am, I think I am very particular about animation style. Yeah,
0: I I, I, I really, really don't that. like it. I understand that. <laughs> but
1: there I'm wasn't... sure like once I started watching it, it would be fine.
0: There was a tease, I will say, it's like the post credit scene in the movie there was a tease that the teen titans go we're going to meet the teen titans like the og animation teen titans yes. so i don't know if that ever happened or not but that was a very fun little which also out.
1: the animation for the teen like the teen titans <clears throat> the cartoon network show is definitely like one of my favorites and when i was watching it when i was rewatching it i was like like most things that i think i rewatched from my childhood i was like wow this is not very good yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like wow like the animation is actually really sparse mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of like detail in any of these scenes yeah uh, it's like watching one of the like original disney movies where you're just kind of like ooh <laughs> this is what not as yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's still like it's still really good and i feel like if i were to if i were to go to a con and cosplay as something starfire is high on my list
0: dupes high on mine so we can go as dupe and starfire <laughs>
1: Oh, that that'd be really fun.
0: I, I don't know dupe how a dupe is, costume would,
1: dupe would work. be hilarious. I don't know how that
0: costume would work, but I'll I'm do a fan. It. I'll do it.
1: The other one that I would like consider is Shigo from Kim Possible. <laughs> Who's my other obscure superhero? <laughs> uh, wow,
0: well, you really led into that one really well.
1: <laughs> Not really, but I guess she could be. Like, she's got powers. Mm-hmm. She's not really like a superhero in the like DC Marvel or whatever yeah. sense, but
0: the um the woman who voiced Kim Possible does a podcast now. Um
1: Isn't that um what's her face?
0: The she was from Even Stevens. What was yeah, her Yeah, Even
1: name? Stevens. What was her name? Chris Chris.
0: It's like a three three name. Yeah. Name.
1: Something something's even Stevens.
0: But I think she either co hosts it with Christy Will-
1: Carlson Romano.
0: Yeah. Uh, she either hosts it with Wilfredell from um, who is also who is Ron Stoppable, or like the first episode of her podcast, he was the guest.
1: Oh, Kim Possible is so good.
0: You know, I never watched it. It was like
1: that a, makes sense. It was you a little, like, you know. Yeah, you're a little bit too old. Yeah, I feel like like you just missed it. Right, but like I you missed out on a great show.
0: I believe it. Yeah, they have a, so Romano and her old Kim Possible co star Wilfred L began co-hosting a podcast called I Hear Voices. um, Where they, I think they do a lot of interviewing people who do voices on cartoons.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah.
0: He also does, I don't know if we've talked about it before, he does a great uh, recap podcast for Boy Meets World with uh sean and topanga
1: oh wow really
0: yeah it's like i i've tried a bunch of the like recap podcasts and i don't end up liking them very much like i i love new girl i didn't love welcome to our show the yeah even though like it's uh who is it it's jess Cece, and winston and like they're all funny and charming people it's just like i didn't get into the podcast very much, but the Boy Meets World show is pretty good.
1: That's a good one. Maybe, maybe I'll listen to a couple of episodes. Yeah. I think, like, I th- I always think it's interesting to see, like, how good those types of podcasts are. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've heard really good things about, um Fake fake Doctors' Real Friends. Oh, I haven't listened
0: to that one. The Scrubs I've one? heard good
1: things about it, yeah. yeah. The Scrubs one?
0: I think I don't like zach braff that much so i just that makes sense yeah maybe i don't want to listen to him but i do really like um is it donald fazon is that
1: um or is that
0: the guy from friday i can't remember now i'm gonna Uh find out give me just a
1: second Uh yeah you're right donald fazon
0: great people looking to cancel me sorry not gonna happen this episode <laughs>
1: um yeah i I've heard good stuff about that one mm-hmm. um I've also heard i and actually I sometimes listen to um the it's always sunny podcast okay because steven listens to it like on our like alexa when he's like cooking and stuff sometimes Uh and that one's also pretty good but only if you like it's always sunny
0: (laughs) i i I mean i think that's true of most recap podcasts sure which is like you really should like the show that they're talking She
1: really probably like the show but but yeah because it's like the funny thing about the it's always sunny one is that when it first started coming out like they have these conversations that for the most part are very normal and very like like, you listen to it, and you're like, yeah, this could, this is, like, how uh, a conversation with my friends would go. And then every uh-huh. now and then, they will have a conversation that is so unhinged. And it's, like, the thing that people were joking about in the It's Always Sunny subreddit was that one of the funniest or most jarring things to find out is that, um, uh, what's his name? Glenn, uh, uh Howerton? Glenn's last name. Huh?
0: Howerton? Something like that? Yeah,
1: Glenn, yeah, Glenn Howerton is is like dennis reynolds uh-huh. like he's not acting he just is because <laughs> it is sometimes very very true they were having a conversation one time about like parking a car uh-huh like and how like you if if because they were talking about like oh if there's no one like you nobody is in the parking garage like are you still careful to park in between lines or do you just kind of pull in wherever
0: uh-huh
1: and i forget if it was charlie day or um rob but they were like one of them was like oh i just pull in wherever and like glenn howerton was like losing his mind over it cause he he's like How could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways starfire
0: i to be too i agree with glenn you should park in, in the lines because you <laughs> yeah, never no, know no. if it's going to fill up and you're ruining somebody else's ability to park
1: I think this is um I think the the conversation was that it's like they have assigned parking. Uh-huh. And it's like their parking spots are next to each other and they know that one of them isn't going to come in. So I, they just like park uh-huh. like over over both of their spots or something.
0: I guess if you're just going to run in and do something, like if you're only going to yeah. be there for like 30 minutes tops, then that's different, but if you're like parking for multiple hours or like the day, I feel like you should be respectful of those parking lines,
1: yeah, actually, one time I took my dog to um my dog used to have a nutritionist, and I was i took him to you have uh, never his nutritionist. appeared wider
0: to me in my in our
1: he was really sick I know I know <laughs> he was I believe so you sick. I believe
0: you, and we've had so many friends who have had dogs with digestional issues and like, you know, that sort of thing. So I 100% believe you. I, I, I trust that you did this for those reasons. No,
1: it it wasn't a dietitian. It was a dermatologist.
0: That's what it was. It was like a
1: doggy dermatologist because he was having really bad skin issues. And it was all because um, we thought it was all because of his diet. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I know. I, I, that's like the widest thing about me is that I used to take (laughs) my dog to a dermatologist. Um, but <laughs> I also <laughs> when, I also
0: want to be clear. If Scotty had any issues, there's <laughs> no amount of like doggy blanks that I wouldn't take him to. So
1: yeah, d- totally. I'm not judging. So and and to be fair, as soon as Finn got better, I no longer take him to yeah, yeah, dermatologist. Yeah. And yeah. he hasn't been in like four years. Yeah. Like it's not something we regularly do. But yeah. at the time when it was like he was really sick and we were trying to figure it all out and we were going, so I I had taken him or um basically i had to just like run in to grab him or mm-hmm. something or like go pick up a prescription or something we like went in did our thing and we came out and somebody had parked their car behind my car mm-hmm. like the, and not even just behind my car it was like so the where we used to go was like a place on yale street um in like slu yeah and like, it was like this little mini like parking garage type thing, but it was more like we drove up onto, you would drive up onto like the roof of a mini parking garage. Okay. There's probably like 12 spots total.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And you just like on opposite sides and some, and I had parked in one of the spots and somebody had parked behind me and two other cars. Like they just pulled in like and just were left. Like they horizontal
0: while, you Yeah, know, horizontal. Were, yeah.
1: And I was like, I had to go to work. So <laughs> I was like, what, what? It's like what do I do yeah like what's happening so I took a photo of it I sent it to you and I was like what do I do like I have to go mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I was like I absolute loss of what to do so I put Finn like in the in the um in the car and then I go back down to the to the doggy dermatologist uh-huh. and I'm like hi i don't know if you can help me but like somebody like just parked their car behind my car i can't get out i was like i don't know what to do like do you they're like oh we can like call call like a tow truck and i was like sure i i, I but, was like, like by
0: the time the tow gets there like that yeah, person like, may I, have I, left. Like, can
1: we just it's like i was like who in here <laughs> <laughs> like grab your damn car and then by the time i had like gone and done that and come back up it was gone again yeah so like it was obviously just somebody running in to
0: do like a quick thing and it was just the timing quick. was bad.
1: But it, yeah, but I was literally like, "What is happening? Yeah. This is insane!"
0: And yeah, it's like, "What do you do?" Because you can't move a car by yourself. Like I, I I've tried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All hundred pounds of me just
0: <laughs> pick it up and twirl it like a pizza on no, your head. It's like
1: Put your shoulder into it. <laughs>
0: Taylor, are you lifting with your knees? Maybe that's the problem.
1: Yeah, that that probably was my problem. Um, but yeah, that's my unhinged parking story um, <laughs> that I almost lost my mind during. But it was only yeah. like five minutes. Yeah, so it's okay. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So Starfire, one of Starfire's. <laughs>
0: this isn't a parking episode i forgot
1: <laughs> i think one of the funnest thing about starfire is one i feel like i mean she has like set powers yeah. but they're also like she's just one of those characters that i feel like they just like kind of let her do whatever well, she's to, like, like cosmic fits...
0: right so she can yeah like, you can sort of artistically write away that like she's from space so she like she doesn't yeah. just and, shoot and fire
1: there's lots to be said about the like you know sexualization of like women in um Comics yep. in particular, and Starfire in particular. But with that being said, one of um, Starfire's powers, or like one of the things that she was able to do, which I thought was so cool, is that in order to learn a language, she just kisses somebody who speaks that language. Uh-huh. <laughs> I-, I wish I could do that. Go <laughs> around <all> kissing everybody.
0: Ashante, Mademoiselle, up.
1: <laughs> like pucker up yeah. I'm coming <laughs> you're coming in for keys <laughs> yeah i know i i just think it's so cool i'm also like i've always been a sucker for anyone who can fly i think yeah. that's so cool and she's just a badass so Starfire's is cool flying and, cool. and oh, Starfire is cool actually the other thing too about starfire that, that i always really liked is that whenever she gets mad mm-hmm. it's like because she always has this kind of like obliviousness about her yeah that she just kind of like moves through the world and is pretty like oblivious about things, which I think is very sweet. Mm-hmm. But whenever she gets mad, it's terrifying. It's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, she's like this righteous anger about her when she gets mad. That I just really like. She's cool. We love. Starfire. Yeah, Fire. she's cool. So that's Starfire. Yeah. that's why I dyed my hair orange. So that could be like Starfire.
0: I almost said that as a joke, but then I was like, maybe that's real, and I don't want to like even like accidentally make fun of it because <laughs> uh, even if. If it's real, I think that's a cool reason to dye your hair red.
1: No, I just saw like my little image, my little Zoom yeah. image, and I was like, "Oh right, red, red hair." <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so who, who's your second? I don't really have to know much about Starfire. I just wanted to express my my love for Starfire. I would
0: like to tell you about a character who has defeated Doctor Doom. Uh oh. Deadpool, Wolverine, Ego, the Living Planet. And Thanos.
1: Jeez, <clears throat> Iron Man. Just
0: kidding. Well, Iron Man was involved in her debut. This character is Squirrel Girl. Squirrel. Girl. <laughs> Squirrel Girl okay. or Doreen Green is the character's name. Uh, is a. <clears throat> she was a mutant. She's been retconned now to not be a mutant. But okay, that was also during the time where like Fox owned the rights to mutants, and it felt like uh, Marvel was desperate to get anything out of their out of their grasp. So I think that was when they retconed her out of being a mutant. But her powers are: she has the proportional strength of a squirrel. She's Ant Man. She's yeah. She's she can't change size. Um, she has the proportional uh, strength of the squirrel. She has agility, and she can communicate with squirrels. Wait,
1: how did she defeat Thanos?
0: <clears throat> that, so the, the Thanos one <laughs> is uh, like a great comic trope that they do, which is they cut to something else and they cut to another scene and Thanos is on the ground and she's like dusting off her hand <clears throat> and they do a thing where one of the other characters corroborates that she, in fact, did beat Thanos. So, like...
1: You're like, that was the most impressive thing I've yeah, ever exactly. seen. Yeah, exactly. So, like,
0: Doorman is there, and he's just, like...
1: Doorman!
0: I, I, she beat Thanos. Like, like, Uatu the Watcher is there, and he's just kind of, like, looking, like, really amazed. And, like, Thanos is, like, <laughs> face down on the ground, like, and she's just, like, dusting off her, her hands.
1: Yeah, buffing <laughs> her nails.
0: She beat Deadpool because they were in a fight, and she started giving him little scratches that didn't register because his he has a healing factor. But they were yeah. such little scratches that they didn't register because she's giving him little squirrel scratches that they accumulated so much that he started bleeding out because his healing factor didn't register them as actual cuts. But there was, it was death by a thousand cuts. So he, she just kind of like that's how she defeated fucking Deadpool. Oh, my God. And then like in her, in her debut, which is in like 1991
1: or something, uh, really, I thought she was going to be like much more recent.
0: No. Um, she like met Tony Stark in a park and was like, I want to be your sidekick. I want to be your ward. And he's like, ah, you know, I don't know. And then they both get kidnapped by Dr. Doom. And then she is sort of like responsible for saving them because she calls like upon like a hundreds of squirrels to come get them out of this ship. And Dr. Doom gets overwhelmed by the squirrels and runs away. And so at the end of it, you know, (laughs) Iron Man's like, I can't make you an official member of the Avengers, but I can like put in a good word for you. And, um, you know, eventually like (laughs) you can join in at some point. So, she does join the Great Lakes Avengers, eventually. <laughs> like I think it's the like Great
1: Lakes Avengers. The Great Lakes Avengers,
0: which is a really fun, uh, very stupid comic book, but oh, so the Great
1: Lakes Champions.
0: Uh, the Great Lakes. Is that it? No, it's the the J the GLA. It is the Avengers. So it is a group
1: with Mister oh. Immortal,
0: Dinosaur. Oh
1: yeah, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Um...
0: Big Bertha, Flatman, and Doorman. Doorman. And all their powers are just stupid and silly, but... um, Like, Mr. Immortal cannot die, and I think he, like, wants to at a certain point, but he can't because he's immortal. Uh, anyways, so, Squirrel Girl. She's, like... Somehow easily... <laughs> like, her powers seem like nothing, Right? Like she's a, she's yeah. a human squirrel. She has razor sharp claws. She also has a tail. Yeah. Um, she's a squirrel tail. She's a squirrel tail. But in order to like pass off as human, she hides it in her pants. And so it like, I, you know, one of those kind of gross comic book jokes where she has an ample, but because yeah. it's or her squirrel butt. tail.
1: <laughs> Just not hide it in her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're yeah, probably like it up your shirt and like yeah, wrap it around. Yeah. Um,
0: Um, That's funny. You would assume that she's like sort of a. I mean, she is presented as a kind of a, like she was created in the '90s when comics were really ultra serious, and when they created her, they wanted to have like a lighter hearted thing. And so when they created her, it was very much in response to their own comics being really depressing. Yeah. And so they made a a a comic, uh, comedic character for the comics. But she has endured so much that, like, in that time, like, when she was created in 91, it's very much like a, oh, this will be kind of a fun thing to do, whatever. It's funny that she beat Dr. Doom. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. But she became such a, like, uh, cult figure for, like, comic book readers that they kind of kept her around. And then in 2005, when they did the uh, Great Lakes Avengers, that was when she kind of came back into prominence. And now she, she had her own comic book line in twenty fourteen, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and like Aww. they did, like they did a, a one off that is not canon, which is Squirrel Girl beats up the Marvel Universe, which is like a comic about her beating up everybody. <laughs> uh, but she's, I think she's fun. Um, again, I would love for her to show up in the MCU in some capacity because I think she'd be very fun. A very fun character and like I don't know like she's like she's always presented as like a college student too but I think you could retcon that and have her be in high school and it would be like a kind of a a fun thing for like a younger audience that kind of wants to be involved in the MCU but like the Avenger stuff is too dark for them like why not do a squirrel yeah. girl you yeah
1: know? that's I like that yeah I like squirrel girl I think she's funny
0: and, like, it's, I I mean, like, it's, you know, again, it's done as a joke, but, like, she has beaten <laughs> the, like, some of the, again, like, you know, a, a lot of these are done in the, well, you should have seen when Squirrel Girl beat up this character. Like, Deadpool's, like, really the only one you kind of see. Deadpool and Doctor Doom are the ones you see on on paper. But, like, you know, Thanos and Ego and stuff, you're just kind of, like, I mean, you just had to be there, sort of, like, that's how it's told to you, so it's like, it's always done in a comedic kind of like, can you believe fucking Squirrel Girl beat Thanos? You know, like, now that the MCU is is prevalent and out, like, we all know how much of a badass Thanos is, and so (laughs) for it to be like a, I mean, you just had to be there, look at that, she fucking beat up Thanos. (laughs)
1: I'm looking at the marvelfandom.com page mm-hmm. for, squirrel girl, for Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. And I wanted Squirrel Girl. Um, so it's a tongue twister. Say Squirrel Girl five times fast.
0: Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel
1: girl. Squirrel girl. <laughs> See, it's hard. It's squirrel girl. Okay, anyways, I wanted to read this one. Like it's like three sentences, this one little paragraph. So under abilities, it lists um, expert communicator. <laughs> uh, Doreen has quote defeated multiple foes through speechcraft alone. Wow. during her time as an incidental ambassador between the 76 worlds alliance squirrel girl assisted in negotiating and resolving the grievances of 70 worlds
0: wow this
1: was likely done with visual aids produced by the silver surfer i <laughs> 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 was like the, the thought of the silver surfer creating. i this is not it i'm sure there's like some like so so the silver surfer thing yeah. that they did but like yeah. just the what that made me think of as a silver surfer doing like making a powerpoint deck uh uh-huh. <laughs> i
0: also love i mean again I, I read off that she beat uh thanos and ego the living planet but it's very funny to me that she would interact with and like do a thing with the silver surfer who is just like a space-faring like you know Extraterrestrial, yeah. yeah and then just like yeah this girl who's born on earth who has squirrel powers
1: under um weapons it just lists squirrels squirrels
0: <laughs> her uh her sidekick by the way uh her sidekick um squirrel is tippy toe
1: i was gonna call you out for not mentioning the two named squirrels in here which is monkey joe oh, and tippy toe
0: yeah monkey <laughs> joe <laughs> That's so cute. Tippy Toe is the one I'm more familiar with, but yeah, there
1: that's... are other um, other named squirrels, uh, such as Slippy Pete,
0: oh cute,
1: <laughs> Mister Freckle, um, and Nutso,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> cute. Isn't that cute? That's very and then, cute. uh she had, under transportation it lists Squirrel a Gig, Squirrel a Gig. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. She's a cute character. Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah. It says, while Squirrel Girl's abilities seem silly, her fight record is almost unparalleled. Yeah. So she's defeated Doctor Doom, Mandarin, Giganto, MODOK, Thanos, Terex, Bug-Eyed Voice, Bybeast, Deadpool, Pluto, Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Captain America, and Black Widow. (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's wild.
0: Yeah never underestimate a squirrel that's the lesson
1: yeah the marvel universe wiki gives her a seven out of seven in each stat on the power grid due to (laughs) her um (laughs) that's so cool hell yeah So we have okay so you've now talked about two characters that are like overpowered they're like op basically but so like background
0: She's also, like, technically not OP. Like, she just makes good use of her existing powers. She's
1: just smart, yeah. Like,
0: she's, I would say she's, she's not stronger than the Hulk or uh, the Thing. Like, Yeah. she is comparably stronger than a human because she has the, again, the scaled up strength of a squirrel. Uh. But, like, it's not, like, she just is a, she just uses her powers well. Let that yeah, be a no, lesson to all of you who think you are underachieving. You can do it. You just have to use your abilities well. Listen, Squirrel, to Squirrel Girl, Girl
1: believes in you.
0: Yes, I bet she does too. Yeah, she's a very positive character, so I bet she does believe in you.
1: No, I think that's so sweet. I love her. Yeah, I think she's very funny, but I love her.
0: Yeah, so that's my that's my thing on Squirrel Girl. Hit us with your last one.
1: Okay, my last one is another Teen Titans. <laughs> so I think I think maybe I just want to talk about the Teen Titans cuz yeah. I love the show. Yeah. <laughs> My last one is Raven from Teen Titans. Um but also Raven, I think in general as a character I really like. She's like a half human, half demon. Um, and she has these kind of like demonic powers and she has this and the show she has this very excuse me she has a very um tumultuous relationship with her father Mm -hmm. or i forget if in the show her whole thing is that she learns she's part demon or maybe she knows and is just like not really explored it or something i remember like some like storyline where she like meets her dad or something
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um but i think my thing with raven is like so i don't want to discount the fact that i just as a young girl really liked the two girls in the show because i related to them the most (laughs) but raven like this just like goes with like i love raven i love wednesday adams i love all the little creepy goth girls Mm -hmm. just in general just by default i love them um and with Raven, I like wanted to be Raven so bad too. So I had this really interesting juxtaposition growing up where I wanted to be Starfire and I wanted to be Raven. Uh-huh. And those two characters are foils of each other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and You're so complicated. where I landed...
1: Yeah, so I think where I've landed is that I am Starfire presenting, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Raven on the inside. Uh-huh. Because I think we last time talked about like. Or you had asked me like if I had if I had a goth phase?
0: That's right. Or like an eco yeah. phase,
1: and yeah. I was like, w- I wasn't a phase." <laughs> I was like, "I'm still in it." Yeah, <laughs> and that's because I am. I'm. I love Raven. She's like one. Of, she's like by far. I think she's my favorite character. I think I like her more than Starfire, yeah. but just because she's just an just a fascinating character. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I gave you the new. Um, raven uh graphic yes i need to novel
0: return that to you i need to read it and then return it to you
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really short yeah i it's know very quick know. um but yeah i just love raven i think she her like nickname is the daughter of darkness wow i mean like come on <laughs>
0: come on who doesn't want to be that
1: are you in me <laughs> you know, she has all these like dark powers mm-hmm. that uh so her powers include oh okay well we'll talk about this with powers too so her powers include astral projection so she has like this like soul self versions where she can project her consciousness and then she can also i think like control her soul self as well as kind of like a mirrored like body type thing so she can like fight with her soul self as well through astral projection yeah her astral projection when she does this either takes the form of herself which is cool yeah or a raven which is awesome yeah <laughs> so cool um but through her soul cell she can generate darkness and project it she creates like constructs out of darkness she's got like and then some more like kind of typical quote typical things like psychokinesis so like telekinetically manipulate stuff she could fly um, she can teleport um but that that's all cool. Then I think the more interesting thing about her is that she is an extreme empath, so she can feel um uh, the feelings of other people without any filter at all. So she constantly feels all of the emotions of the people around her, um which is hard because like part of her like character arc thing is like figuring out how to control that so it doesn't like completely overwhelm yeah. her and make her not able to like live her own life <laughs> but she that's can why then... you're
0: always saying me an empath because me like, an yeah. empath
1: because i'm raven yeah. yeah my god but she can do emotion negation so she can steal emotions from others and render them emotionally numb which is hardcore as shit yeah she can do empathic healing, where she can absorb the pain of others into her own body in order to rapidly heal others from physical injuries. Oh my God. She has like she has some precognition, yeah, um, when she is exposed to extreme emotion. And by using her empathic powers, she can enter another person's mind allowing her to see, feel and hear what they encounter. So she can have like a psychic link. So, like, I think that Raven's empath abilities are, like, the things that are the most interesting about her. Yeah. Because I don't think that those, like, empath abilities are, I think, fairly unique. At least I haven't really seen, like, sure, people can, like, fly and people can, like, raid minds and Mm -hmm. they're psychokinetic. But the idea of making... One of her powers being stealing emotions in order to make another person emotionally numb is so hardcore yeah and so raw and so cool I also I just, feel I like love that
0: I feel like based on how many super villains are created because their feelings are hurt yeah that like that would be a very useful power to like just take down some enemy which is just like stop like just take away this feeling of like you know whatever and like if they're emotionally numb, they may not be that mad anymore.
1: Yeah. I also think that the another reason why I like Raven so much and why I probably like her even more than Starfire is because Raven's whole like thing, all of her stuff makes her seem like she should be a villain.
0: Yeah. Like but being, being a, not. the daughter of darkness and having She's demon. the daughter of
1: a demon lord. Like, yeah, she's got this very like goth vibes about her. Like the idea of being able to steal emotions is a very like villainy thing, yeah. I feel like. But she's not a villain totally. I think she sometimes gets into gray areas, sure. but like she's mostly, and I think in my limited uh, understanding, <laughs> I think she's mostly a hero and yeah. is presented as a hero. So yeah. I really love when characters, again, that's why I like Wednesday Adams, who is, um, Very dark and very like creepy, Mm -hmm. but is oftentimes like the quote, like the hero. They're the protagonist. Like they, they are the person that you're that you're rooting for. Right. So I freaking love Raven. She's so fucking cool. Yeah. Um. But then other powers, she can. She's got some magic stuff. Um. She. Yeah. But like, I think that her astral production stuff, her empath stuff, is by far the most interesting. Yeah, I I think like.
0: I mean, I'm trying to think of it. And I'm sure there are examples, but I, I'm having a hard time thinking of another hero that has like empath based powers. Mm-hmm. You know, again, there's like people who do like, you know, mind control and people who can manipulate, but somebody whose powers are sort of based on me and empath, um, you, a <laughs> emotionally numb, <laughs> super villain, uh, I don't know. I can't think of a lot of characters like that.
1: Okay. I will. Okay. I just did a quick little Google. There is a character called Empath. Oh, boy. (laughs) It seems like they're one of the mutants. Okay. Um, This is like an older character. Yeah. Fictional mutant character appearing in uh, the Marvel comics. Okay. Looks like Empath was a mutant so maybe them but it doesn't look like they've gotten like a ton of stuff yeah to be fair um but yeah no i think it's like it is pretty it's pretty interesting i like the um, the idea of sensing feeling and understanding the emotions of others being used as a superpower and like what that would look like i think that anything involving emotion as a superpower i think is very interesting because yeah. i think we're all used to we're all used to like manipulation of the physical world mm-hmm. and like how much you can manipulate the physical world being a superpower. Yeah. And so there's not like a ton that is well, this is my non creative mind. There isn't a ton that's like left.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, we could fly, we could run really fast. I can lift heavy things. I don't know. Yeah. But they the like emotional side I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. So anyways, Raven's hardcore. And I love her.
0: That's so Raven.
1: And also, fun fact she was by the uh, Raven and Teen Titans in the early 2000s. She was voiced by Tara Strong. Who's Tara who, Strong? Yeah, Tara Strong also voiced um, Timmy Turner. Really? From Fairly <laughs> Odd Parents. Yeah, she like, Tara Strong is a voice actress who, like, she's voiced so many. So many things. Let's see if I can find a couple. Like she she did Sammy Turner. She did Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go is Raven. Um she was Dill Pickles in Rugrats. Oh boy. Bubbles in The Powerpuff Girls. Wow. <laughs> ben in Ben Ten. Oh my god. Uh Terrence in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. She did uh Meg Griffin, the singing voice of Meg Griffin. <laughs> Uh, she's like done so much. She's She's Louise, definitely one of those like ones that's she's kind of been in everything. Yeah, I feel like, but yeah, she did. Um, she's she's the voice of Raven in the Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go.
0: Wow. Yeah, this is a. Oh my god, this list is exhaustive.
1: She's been so many things. Yeah. Yeah, she's done so much. Mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse Uh-oh. me excuse me dying, dying. all right
0: i'm great just had something in my throat
1: oh she was harley quinn too i think in that one uh that one tv show
0: that one tv show
1: you want to talk about that man
0: that one thing with the guy the cape yeah she's geez this list is yeah huge
1: yeah right. i follow her i follow her on twitter she, i Think bet she's, she's really cool interesting. i mean like she's this cool is,
0: this is like this is a huge career like yeah so yeah
1: oh my god she was one that she's in the winx club too
0: Fuck. Oh. Oh, it is weird thinking about like because you named off a bunch of shows that i have loved and watched which is you know fairly odd parents mm-hmm. uh Foster's homes for imaginary kids or imaginary friends like that. Somebody whose name I was really not that familiar with is the voice behind so many things. And like looking at this list of things like bubbles and yeah, uh, even like older stuff, like care bears and X-Men and stuff like, like she's just been in so much stuff that I know I've heard her voice so much. And I just have never really, yeah. really attributed it to anything, but gosh, so yeah, she's stuff. very
1: um, prolific. Yes, but I feel like that's true of like voice actors in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like a lot of really good voice actors are kind of just like <laughs> they all are like doing. There's only like five voice actors in the world, <laughs>
0: right? There's the guy who does. And they're all. <laughs> There's the guy who does Bender's voice on Futurama, and then like uh, Tara Strong, and then uh, like two other people yeah is
1: there just so talent i just like can never get over like how talented tara strong is because like she does timmy turner's voice yeah and then she also does like harley quinn bubbles like and then she's apparently azula um in avatar the last airbender which i know you haven't seen which is unbelievable, but okay. (laughs) You should watch, you should watch Avatar Last Ever I've seen
0: episodes. I just am not like super familiar with it. You got to watch
1: the whole thing. It's, it's great. How many seasons I think you'll really like it. Four or five?
0: Okay. That's not that much.
1: It's also like a kid's show. So it's not like, but it's like, it's a kid's show that is, you know, it's great. Oh, there's only, oh, there are only three.
0: There are only three seasons. There's only 61 episodes. That's nothing. I can knock that out in like a day.
1: Yeah, we we just should watch it and then we can talk about it because it's okay. like I think it's probably the best animated show. Period.
0: Period. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: I think period. Wow. I mean I'm trying to think of like any other animated show that's like that impactful. Yeah. I mean, and I can't really think of one
0: to me. It's and this is a this is kind of a hard sell because I have not watched the last like 13 seasons of the show or more. But like The Simpsons to me is, yeah, oh, that's true. uh, Yeah, yeah. But again, there's like almost like half the run of the show I've never seen and don't like. So I it's hard for me to be like, but the first like you know 12 seasons are really good.
1: Well, I think the thing about um well and and please correct me if i'm wrong about the simpsons i I think that the simpsons is i've never seen it Hmm. the simpsons has always struck me as like a funny haha show
0: yeah it's i mean it's a comedy yeah
1: um and i think like the reason why avatar the last airbender (laughs) at least for like a certain generation like i grew up with it and so like watching it was very impactful and i think there's like a generation of us like all like late millennial early gen z who like all watched it and were like obsessed with it is because it's a very like endearing show and probably for a lot of us our first like our first exposure to um redemption okay as a theme yeah which is an interesting theme for a kids show Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like just the the character arcs of a lot of the characters are really good, and the the redemption as a theme, is very moving. Okay.
0: I mean, yeah, I I I will watch it. I didn't realize how short it is, and probably readily available it is for me to watch. So I'll yeah, I'll take I'll give it a little gander.
1: Plus, they're making a new live action on Netflix.
0: Because the first one went so well, the first live action went so well.
1: Yeah, but this one's a live action uh, show. Okay. And I think some of the original creators are a part of it versus the movie was not.
0: Was M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. (laughs) Which was a choice. That's a choice. Yeah. Um, But anyways,
1: Raven as a character, badass, so cool. I am her. I am her. I'm the daughter of darkness.
0: Oh, my God, Taylor. (laughs) Anyways. If you have obscure superheroes that you love, hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> if you love some of the ones we named, hit us up on Instagram.
1: Do you have obscure heroes uh, that you really love? Hit us up on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Let, and, me know. Uh, let us know. And uh, if we somehow insulted some ones that you do love, uh, we're sorry and we love you.
1: So sorry. I love Deadpool. He got his ass kicked by squirrel goal? Squirrel By Squirrel goal? <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> suck it, <at> Deadpool. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. Bye. Hey, pal. Did you get a load of the nerd?